0: Hello, David Zritzky from the Bond Experience. Welcome back. This past weekend was a family weekend. What is that? Well, it's basically Danielle and I, we take a drive and we're very fortunate that our parents live practically in the same town in New York. And so we drove there and we saw my mother. We saw my Uncle Bobby, who you've seen featured in a very popular video where I interview Uncle Bobby. And all he wants to do is Snapchat, Snapchat. He's a miracle. He's a miracle of science. We then went and visited uh, Danielle's parents, her mother, her father. You've seen uh, Mark Hazard. (laughs) And uh, we've also visited Danielle's grandmother, Oma, who is 99 years old. Soon in September, she will be 100 and she's still living on her own. That's what you call good genes. But why am I mentioning this on a Bond podcast? I mention this because there was a comment that my mother-in-law, Cheryl, who you've seen in a a recent video where she picked Aaron Taylor Johnson as the next Bond, sent the bookies through the roof. You should have seen the UK traffic. Boy, were they changing hands. But uh, she said something to me, and it was very interesting. I thought it's worth a short podcast on. She said, David, I watch your videos that have Danielle in them uh, and other family members, but you just, you have too much content. And of course, of course, he said, hopefully, she said it in kind of a jestful way. It's just so much content, I can't keep up with you. There's so many videos, two a week, sometimes three, uh, multiple posts a day, multiple reels. Who, who, who can keep up with it, even though she's retired she has plenty of time on her hands. But I get it. There's a lot of content. And it. as much as I smiled and laughed and we had a good chuckle about her comment, it did make me think. I know. It made me kind of stop and think, am I putting out too much content? Is this a reflection? What she said is it a reflection of what other people feel. Um, that was very short-lived. Seconds. Not even half a minute, <laughs> because I'm playing in a reality 2023, the year of reality, as I'm calling it. I'm playing in a reality where I'm doing as much content. I'm as prolific as I want to be. I, I I've come to realize over time, I am not a content creator who says, "Up, oh, I need to have two posts a day or three posts a day," and you know it's a formula. You know, it's an algorithm, it's mathematical. If I have under three, I'm going to lose thousands of followers or you know, tons of money or it's going to break some sort of mysterious process. In the same vein, I do feel like I've got so much content. What motivates me to post as much content as I do is the very reason I create content to begin with and that is I'm a creator. And I know we've talked about this before, but it's worth mentioning again. I know that the word influencer makes people bristle. If you influence a purchase or influence a behavior or decision, you're automatically dubbed an influencer. But it's become just a it. It's moved from a marketing term to sort of an insult. You know, you're an influencer is somebody that feels entitled and an elite and above it all. Whereas I think content creator means that you're a bit of an entertainment or infotainment artist. You take an idea, you take a vision that has no construct to it whatsoever, and you make it reality. Anytime I have a video or a post or a picture, there's an idea, there's a vision in my head. My imagination starts the process. I put it down on paper. I try to keep track of it. I plan it out on my head. I don't script it out. And then I produce it. I video it. I capture it. I think about the environments that it needs to happen. What are the props? What's the clothing? Who are the people that need to keep the conversation going? I take that raw footage. It's very often raw. I edit it together to create the best possible story in my mind. And sometimes the vision matches the deliverable 90%, 100%. 20%, but something comes out the other side and it's a wonderful, wonderful surprise usually. That to me is one of the biggest highs I can get. There's no drug, there's no alcohol out there that's more potent than creating something from nothing. I think that's what writers and directors and yes, content creators online, I think that's the high. Now, if people enjoy... The content creation that you do and it connects with them and you get some accolades, that's fantastic. I will tell you and I will submit for me, it's not the prime goal. I love it when people connect with it or, you know, oh, look at this. This one got 10,000 views or 13,000 views. My gosh. But it's not where I'm like setting back on my heels and go, job well done. When I get a significant amount of views on something, more than usual, I'm saying, I actually reflect and go, what was it about this storytelling that connected with people? Was it the thumbnail? Was it the imagery? Was it the, the, the very content or the subject matter itself? Was it about clothing versus location? Was it literature bond? Was it something that was controversial? Was it the way I phrased the title? It, I, go, I sort of go into analytics mode mostly because I'm interested in what connects with people, not that it fuels my next piece of content. And a lot of people do that. They take a look at what strikes the heart and the fancy of the listener, the receiver of the content, and then they change it up. So the next one is as successful. And I've seen it happen time and time again with people, even with friends that I know. But for me, it's more of, I'm fascinated. I'm fascinated with, you know, is this the way, and is this the the fodder, the subject matter that, connects with people as much as it connects with me. And, and very often it does. I think that's probably the core of the popularity of the channel is that there are many, many, many others like David Zyritsky. I'm not unique at all, not even a little bit. But I think the creation within the bond experience connects with people and they find familiarity. They find something that they can reflect their own image around. And so when my mother-in-law asked this question of, are you creating too much content? What would I do as an alternative? Would I restrict the amount of content? Well, then that's restricting the content itself. You know, then should I be doing 10 minute videos instead of 20 minute videos? I don't know. Well, I do know. No, <laughs> I don't look at times. I don't say to myself, oh, this video, it's working out to be 60 minutes. I need to split it in half. I think I used to do that. But you know what? The story is what the story is. And if it takes 60 pages to tell it, or if it takes 10 pages to tell it, then so be it. Some stories are very cogent and finite, and some take a little bit more of a journey to get to. They're a little bit more visual in nature. they They need to be pithy and funny, and that's part of who I am. So it's interesting too because one thing I would find very problematic in limiting the amount of content I put out is what I call damming up, damming up the the creative. Come on, David, get it out. It's the morning time. Damming up the creative. What I mean by that is you have 20 videos in your head that are burning. Sometimes it is. It's like a it's an itch. I told to, talked to you about this before. That needs to be scratched, a burning sensation. God, this is sounding like I need penicillin, but you know what I mean. It's something you need to get out of you, and you need to put it down. You need for others to enjoy it, and it is this sense of I need to get this done. I want to get this done. It's 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 a drive within me, and if I damn that up like a beaver, I'm going to find that it's going to implode. It's going to just build up and explode. And why would you dam up your creativity? There are documentations of artists. I mean, real artists, not me. Real artists in the past who paint and sculpt. And they go through periods, right? They go through this inertia where they suddenly sculpt 10 things in 10 days. And then nothing for 10 years. But these are these these bolus dose this, this shot out of a gun. And when you shoot a bullet out of a gun, what does would say? You can't put that bullet back. Or was that Gibson? It was one of the Bond writers said, If when you shoot a bullet out of a gun, you can't put the bullet back. And I think it's like that with creativity. When you shoot your bullet of creativity around content online, you can't put it back. You got to keep that bullet going. It's got to find its destination. It's got to find its target. And sometimes it's off target. Sometimes it's on. Sometimes you're spraying the field with too many bullets. It's a machine gun and they don't hit. They're not accurate. But that's all the fun of it. And it is. It's just fun. And the day it stops being fun or interesting or creative or an outlet to me is the day that the bond experience dries up. It, it becomes this, this dried up raisin with no fluid. In it. And it's going to be boring. And believe me. Nobody wants a bond experience to be boring. So there you have it. My my comment that made me thunk about, am I putting out too much? The answer, in short, what is too much? The other answer is, not for me. I'm going to keep it coming. And you know something? If it's too much for my mother-in-law... She can pick and choose. And she does. She's a dear, dear woman. She can dial, da- dial it down. And that's the great thing about content creation. You can, you can diminish, you can neutralize, and you can up the noise factor. Well, good luck to my mother-in-law because there's a crap ton of stuff coming out. In the meantime, this has been David Zeritsky for The Bond Experience. We'll see you real soon. Take care.